Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness, O God. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Let's just take a few moments in the presence of the Lord. Worship Him. Worship the living God as a church. Thank Him for all that God did for us in the month of June. God was very good to us. In the midst of the affliction, God gave us (coughs) much peace. God gave us much joy. God caused us to overcome every opposition of the enemy. And God caused us to do His will in the month of June. God caused us to be victorious. And that's why we're all here. We need to thank the Lord with all our hearts, mind, soul, and strength. Just wherever you are, thank Him. Say thank you, Jesus, for giving me life, for giving me breath, for giving me health and strength, keeping me throughout the month of June, Lord, providing for me, giving me the best. Tell the Lord, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Tell Jesus, thank you. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord. We praise you. 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 Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, visit us. Jesus, visit us. Jesus, visit us in a special way. Jesus, visit us in a special way this night, O Lord. Visit us in a special way this night, O Lord. Visit us in a special way this night, O Lord. Visit us in a special way this night, O Lord. Visit us in a special way this night, O Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, 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 Lord. Visit us in a special way, O Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Lord. Visit us in a special way, O Lord. Visit us in a special way, Lord. Visit us in a special way, Father. Visit us in a special way, O Jesus. Visit us in a special way, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, Father, I pray. Visit us in a special way, Lord. Visit us in a special way, Lord. Visit us in a special way, O Father. Oh, we thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we give ourselves over to you, Father. We give ourselves over to you, Lord. We give ourselves over to you, Jesus. We give ourselves over to you, Father. Oh, we come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. You've been good to us. 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 Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We praise you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord. 
Lord. Thank you, Lord. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, Lord. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against all the forces of darkness, every demonic spirit that is warring against our hearts, our minds, our bodies, every spirit of pain. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command them to leave God's people right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against every hindering spirit that is trying to hinder the work of the Holy Spirit at this hour. I bind them in Jesus' name and I cast them out in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against every demonic spirit that is trying to overtake the bodies of your people, that is trying to distract your people, that is trying to distract the minds of your people, that is trying to take them away from the presence of God. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Father, I pray, oh Lord, glorify Jesus, glorify Jesus, glorify Jesus, glorify Jesus, glorify Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Heaven is your throne and earth is your footstool. And we thank you, Lord. You are such a great God. We thank you. An awesome God. Hallelujah. No, no good thing will you withhold from them that walk uprightly. And we thank you that you work all things together for our good and for your glory. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Through the fire, you've been good to us. Through the flood, you've been good to us. Oh, you've been faithful, Lord. We thank you, Father. Faithful and true are you, Lord. We thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you. So as a church, we thank you, Lord, this time. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father, I pray that you will speak to us, Lord. Speak to us. Whatever you have for us to hear from the throne of grace, that's what we want, Father. Whatever you have for us to hear from your mouth, oh, Lord, that's what we want to hear, Father. Oh, Lord, we just empty ourselves in your presence and we ask you oh lord speak to us speak to us at this hour in the name of jesus christ of nazareth I pray, Father, oh, that you will lift us up to a whole new level. As a church, lift us up to a whole new level. Oh, Father, lift us up to a whole new level, Lord. Lift us up to a whole new level, Lord. I ask for your renewed grace. Lord, for your renewed strength, O oh Lord Jesus. Lord, to be poured into the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every spirit of weakness, every spirit of pain every spirit of lethargy every demonic spirit drowning spirit I curse those in Jesus name take victory in Jesus name I thank you Father oh thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord Jesus reveal to us your glory Father reveal to us your glory Father reveal to us your glory Father reveal to us your glory thank you Father Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father, I pray that you will speak to us. Speak to us, O Lord Jesus. Speak to us, O Lord. Oh, speak to us, O Father. Speak to us, O Father. We need your fresh manna from heaven. We need your word from heaven. Lord, we need your word from heaven for this month, O Lord. Father, we don't know, Father, all the things that are going to happen this month. But we know one thing, Father. Lord, you've given us victory. Hallelujah. Lord, we know one thing, Father. Lord, you've laid up good things for us, Lord, this month, O Lord. We thank you. 
We thank you, Father, Lord, that you're going before us, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Father, Lord, that your eyes are upon us and your ears are open to our cry, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. So we commit ourselves into your hands. We ask you, Lord, that you will speak to us. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us this night. Speak to us, O Lord. Speak to us right now. Oh, Father, we ask you, Lord. Speak to us, O Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. And every hindrance be removed in Jesus' name. Every hindrance of the enemy be removed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, my Father, my Father, my Father, my Father, my Father. Oh, my Father, my Father, my Father, my Father. Oh, my Father, my Father, my Father. Oh, my Father, my Father, my Father. Oh, we just bow before your holy name, O Lord Most High. Our good Father, we praise you. Our good Father, we praise you. Our good Father, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We just give ourselves, oh, Father, at your altar. And we ask you, Lord, that you will, oh, Father, sanctify us. Sanctify every ear. Sanctify every heart. Sanctify every mind in the name of Jesus. Oh, that what you're going to give, oh, Lord, at this hour, oh, may it be received, oh, Lord. May it be received, oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Oh, you said, open your mouth and I will fill it. Open your mouth and I will fill it. Oh, Lord, like baby birds that look up to the mother bird, Lord. Oh, we look up to you, Father. Oh, Lord, with our mouth open so that you can feed us, oh, Lord, at this hour. Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord, fill us with the overflowing. Lord, we're thirsty. We're hungry. Oh, Lord, we want more of you. Oh, Lord Jesus, we want all of you. Lord, we want you, Father. Lord, so we empty ourselves of everything at this hour. And I pray, oh, Spirit of the living God, do a mighty work, do a mighty work, do a mighty work, do a mighty work, do a mighty work. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. You are the Lord God who sees. You are the Lord God who answers. You are the Lord God who delivers. We thank you, Father. And you are with us. We thank you, Lord. You are with us. Thank you, Lord. You are with us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father. We thank you. 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 Lord, we thank you. Continue to cover us with your precious blood. Father, I pray that you'll magnify Jesus. Magnify Jesus. Show forth your glory. Show forth your glory. In this month of July, I pray. Show forth your glory, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. Spirit of the living God. 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 Oh, Rabala Barasindi Vishuku Barasanda Lahisu Barasinda Bashukura Basanda Labalio. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, we just give ourselves over to you. I pray that you'll work your wondrous works in us, O Lord. 
Magnify Jesus. Magnify Jesus. Magnify Jesus. We give ourselves over to you. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to go into God's Word. Just give me one minute so I can get the scripture portion. Thank you, Lord. We're going to turn our Bibles to Second Kings chapter 4. Second Kings chapter 4. So, Second Kings, chapter, chapter four, and I'm going to read from verse one. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, "Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant fears the Lord. The creditor and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves." So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, Your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels. And set aside the full ones. As I was praying, as I was finishing, the Spirit of the Lord was um, having me finish the prayer. It was waiting on the Lord for the word of God, word of the Lord. I heard the Lord say, "Shut the door. Shut the door, and then you're going to see what God would do." Shut the door. It is very important for us to shut the door. And we're going to see what God has for us today, for this month of July. We're going to continue to read. I'm having very, very intense um, headache. The enemy tried a lot of things um, today. And um, God is good. Satan knows this is the first day of this new month. And Satan also knows that these 10 days are going to be um, really uh, important 10 days. So it so happened that the car door, our our Odyssey uh, rear trunk door, uh, just went right on my head and the shoulder. And also Joseph, who was next to me, somebody can say, oh, it's an accident. But... We know where it's coming from because there's an automatic door. It has a sensor. It should have stopped. Um, Daniel didn't see that we were there, and he pressed the close button. But it should have stopped, but it did not stop. And um, God's hand was there. You know, he protected us. Something worse could have happened, but God protected. But um, I'm having intense pain, um, headache ever since then. But we know that our God is the victor. When you see things like this happen, we know God is the victor. And then when the meeting started, as I was in the car, when I just started praying, a huge bug just came and just sat on me, 
huge but out of nowhere this is in the in the van and um god uh gave grace because that was a huge bug with big stingers and uh it went away by the grace of god because it jumped and it was on me it was not leaving and um the lord um drove it away we don't know where it went after it refused to go god is good and then we came home a very critical supplement very critical supplement for esther that we gave that we give um the supplements were there in the bottle and um after i came home i have to give her that and um there was only one supplement in that bottle we were supposed to give her three only one was there and i had purchased four bottles and i should be having three but three bottles are not there and this bottle had lots of supplements in there how did it only have one most of it or whatever remaining was gone so the enemy tried all kinds of things i still didn't get the other three bottles or two or at least one but i trusted the lord prayed over her and i came here to give the word the entire time while i was looking for it i was praying you know with all of you as you were praying and um then we tried all kinds of things he still tries and the whole time i was having intense headache and i still have intense headache but we know one thing no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper this is the battle of the lord and um we shall prevail victoriously because victory has been given and has been granted as the lord leads sorry i don't have my mic on I'm just realizing do i have it oh i have it okay um as the lord leads uh i would um like to read um our new year's prophecy during one of these days because the spirit of the lord told me he's going to have me read that and um god is going to show specific things because 50% of the prophecy has been has been fulfilled already half the month 50% is done the other 50 needs to be fulfilled if god did 50 the other 50 is going to be fulfilled and every year god fulfills every word that he has spoken and he will bring everything to pass but it's important for us to know what god has spoken and for us to pray so as we read here we read from verse 1 that this is a woman a widow of a righteous man of god he was a servant of god who feared the lord he didn't do anything wrong according to god's word his wife didn't do anything wrong either according to god's word there's nothing wrong with the kids but you see things going wrong so to speak in her life all of a sudden she has no money her husband is gone and she's gone into gotten into deep debt and this is a woman who was the wife of a prophet or a man of god who feared the lord So if he's someone who feared the Lord he is by default under the covenant of God that God gave to his people in Deuteronomy in Exodus 
that if you will hearken to the voice of the Lord and if you diligently follow his commandments, he says, you will lend and not borrow. You will be above and not beneath. That God will prosper you. He'll prosper the works of your hands. But in the life of this woman, it appeared as if those scriptures were not happening. It appeared as if everything opposite to that scripture was happening. She came to a place where the debt was so much that the creditors were going to take her two children away. That's all she had, her possession. Her husband is gone. Only the two children were there. And now the two children were going to be taken away. Even though she didn't have anything, she knew that she had to do one thing, which was to seek God in times of trouble. Never go into a shell when you face a troubling situation. Never cut off communication when you face a difficult situation. Never isolate yourself when you go through troubling situation because these are the things Satan will do. When you're going through a difficult situation, you need God. You need the people of God. You need the servants of God. Never draw, pull yourself away from people who can help you. This woman, though she was in deep debt, she was not ashamed to go and tell the prophet of God, Elisha, that I am in trouble. You know, many people die in trouble because they're full of pride. Because of their pride, they never go and tell anyone what they're going through because they want everything to be top secret. They want everything to be hidden. They want everyone to think high of them, even though they are at their lowest point. They want everyone to think that they are at the highest point. When a person begins to be real, that is the starting point of receiving the hope and receiving the help that God has for them. This woman, in all the debt that she was buried under, she said, I'm going to go to this man of God, this prophet of God. I'm going to tell what's happening with me the way it is. I'm not going to try to cover everything up and say, well, I have a little financial problem. And, uh, oh, by the way, my husband was a righteous man of God. And what is this God doing? And he's not fair. And he's not keeping his word. And, and look at him. He promised in, in Deuteronomy. He promised in Exodus. And, and he's not keeping any of his word. No, no, no. This woman was a righteous woman of God. She was not a complainer. If you're taking notes, write this down. She was not the woman who pointed fingers at God Almighty. She was not someone who was sitting in a place where she was telling herself, oh, this is beyond hope. She was not a hopeless person. When she ran out of all the options that she had, she knew one thing. I still have hope. 
God is speaking into your hearts at this hour. No matter what your situation is, no matter how hopeless your situation may appear to be in human realm, in human eyes, before human beings, God Almighty says something opposite. Know this for sure. Our God is a promise-keeping God. Our God is a promise-giver and a promise-keeper. If our God gives you a promise, if the Lord God gives you a promise, and He comes to you and He says, this is what I'm going to do for you, then know for sure He is capable of keeping His promise. May God speak to your hearts at this hour. If God delivers a promise, he will deliver the fulfillment of the promise to you. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts at this hour for this month of July. Whatever you might have faced in the month of June, maybe you are in this position like this woman who ran out of all her options. She didn't know what was happening. She could have even thought, why is it happening? I'm not doing anything wrong, but why is it happening? Why is it happening? And even though she might have not had all the answers to why it was happening, she knew one thing, I'm not going to be sitting under this why. Rather, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to go to this prophet because I know that if I go there, he will do a miracle for me. God help us have that kind of faith. This woman of God was a woman of faith. She saw God do great and mighty things through this prophet of God. Let me tell you, she was the wife of a man of God. She had experienced so many things in her life before. But suddenly, something happened. Sudden crisis took everything away from her. The blessing of the Lord that God had given to her, all of a sudden felt like left her hands. If you belong to the Lord, God has promised that if you're faithful to God in your living, if you're faithful to God in your giving, God himself will rebuke the devourer for our sake. There are certain promises God has given to his people that God will uphold, he says, Ask me, test me, try me, prove me, are these things that God tells his people. That means God is so confident. God says, you know what? I am capable of delivering what I have promised. God is capable of keeping his word. God has power to keep his word. So this woman, a righteous woman of God, a woman of faith, when things went out of her control, she did not lose control. Understand this. There are people when things go out of control, they completely lose control. They either go into depression or they go into suicide mode and they think that what a shame it is. It's such a shame in front of everybody and I don't have anything. And she didn't go into a state of mind 
which most people would have, where they'd be sitting and thinking, oh no, tomorrow the guy's going to come and take my sons away. Oh, I can't see them take my sons away. If these people come and take my sons away, what am I going to do? I'm going to be by myself and I'm going to be more lonely and what's going to happen? And think, think and 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 think. She was not like that. She was not someone who was thinking ungodly negative thoughts. She was someone who was thinking the thoughts of God with faith that there is a way out. God's word says that. When you go through trials, God says he will make a way of escape for you. God provides a way of escape for you in this month of July. No matter what you may be going through, don't focus on your problem. Always look for that way out. You've heard this many times because I remember speaking on this through the Spirit of God. God has spoken to us many times about the way of escape that God has for us. When you go through a difficult situation, don't look at the situation and say, Oh no, this is all that's, um, you know, this is all that's happening and this is all I'm seeing and that's it. If you keep on focusing on something, whatever you're focusing on all of a sudden will just become big. It will just take your entire space but if you understand that your God is bigger than what appears to be before you, then you are going to magnify God Almighty who makes a way in the middle of the sea. So sea is not your focus. Your focus is God because he makes a way in the middle of the sea. Your God is bigger than the mountains. So your focus should not be the mountain. Your focus should be the one who brings down the mountain. There are valleys all around us. Our focus should not be the valleys, but our focus should be the one who raises the valleys. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. No matter what you may be going through in this month of July, expect God to do miracles in your life. Expect God, mir- expect God to do miracles in your life. Miracles will come only to those who expect miracles to take place. Only when you keep your eyes on the miracle maker, only if you keep your eyes on God and expect God to do something for you, only then, only then, you will see the glory of God in your life. And didn't Jesus say this? He said, only believe and you shall see the glory of God. It is so important for us to believe in what God can do for us. So this widow of this man of God, came to Elisha with full faith that my problem will be solved. This is the situation. Just like Mary came to Jesus and said, this is the situation. We are, sh- we are short of this. There's a shortage here. That's the situation. I've said this many times before and I will say it again through the Spirit of God. We should never live in self-denial. If you have a problem, never say, well, I don't believe I have a problem. No. No. Even an unbeliever will know when they see a problem. There is a problem. You cannot say, well, I don't believe that there is a problem. No. We see the problem as a problem that is there. But we focus our eyes on the problem solver and we bring him into a situation so that he can turn our water into wine. So that he can come and make something beautiful out of that which is broken. We need to have eyes to see what is going on. The real picture. 
if you're not able to see the real picture and if you minimize what is happening, then you're never going to need a miracle because it's so easy, you see. If you can handle it, why do you need God? But when you keep your eyes on Jesus Christ, the problem solver, and you also know what kind of a problem you have and how big it is. Don't exaggerate, by the way. Don't magnify it, but be real. If something is not working, it is not working. Don't pretend like it is working. Don't try to say, well, it's not working, but I don't believe that it's working. And it'll start working. No. Nothing happens automatically. A problem comes your way. You face your problems by placing God between you and your problems. If you're taking notes, write this down. When problems come your way, how do you face your problems? How should you face your problems? You need to bring the problem solver, the Lord Jesus Christ, and place him between you and your problem. If you don't do that, then you're going to crumble under the problem. But if you bring the problem solver, the Lord Jesus Christ, and place him between you and your problem, you will be safe. The Bible says, the rock, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says, that if anyone comes and dash against that rock, they will become pieces. And if the rock falls on anyone, they will be crushed. That's how strong God is. So if you put him between you and your problem, whatever tries to pound on you is going to go against the rock and not on you. This is the reason why the people of God have strong minds, have their minds intact in the midst of everything. They can still smile. In the midst of everything, they can still be joyful. In the midst of everything, they can still sing praises to God. Not necessarily completely denying everything that's happening. And when there's a tragedy, nobody's going to be um, laughing and laughing and laughing and pretending that there's not a tragedy there. No. Through our tears, we praise Him because we know that God is going to overturn this. That's what Jesus did. When He saw Lazarus, Lazarus's tomb, and He saw Mary and Martha cry, and He also saw that Lazarus was dead and he was in the tomb. He saw how cruel the cruel death was and how cruel sickness was. Jesus who went and stood there, he, he just didn't look at them and say, well, why are you people crying? You shouldn't be crying. All of you start laughing. No, he didn't say that. Well, rejoice, I'm about to do something. So stop crying and all of you start laughing. No, he stood there and he shed tears. Because his heart was aching for Lazarus and his sisters. He saw the troubled situation. His heart was moved with compassion because he identified himself with those people. He bore their sorrows upon his body even before he went to the cross. He stood there and he said, I see your tears. I understand your pain. It is hurting me too. And he stood there and he wept. Jesus wept. The Bible says Jesus wept. It's not like, well, Jesus was a little bit sad and he had a tear. No, Jesus wept. Jesus really wept. He stood there. 
his heart was moved with compassion and he wept Jesus wept after that what did he do he didn't say well it's all over when I come back after I rise again from the dead Lazarus will be one of those who would write no 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 he did a miracle right there he wept he wiped his tears and he cried out to the tomb and he said Lazarus come out that was it that was the end of death there God is looking for people who through their tears will shout out what God wants them to shout out according to what God has proclaimed it's so important see a lot of times people say well I proclaim I declare you know those are not going to do anything understand what God proclaims you proclaim then something will happen on earth what God declares you declare then something will happen on earth in order for that to happen we have to be people who are on our knees before God we need to be people of prayer when you pray and when you seek God when you're on your face before God God will speak to you and God will give you something specifically for you to pronounce something specifically for you to speak so what people usually try to say hold on to all kinds of generic scriptures and have a whole book of book of promise and say I'm going to from morning to evening I'm going to read and read and read and read and read it's not going to do anything there are specific promises God will give to you during specific trials those promises you take that's like your one stone that you pull out of the pocket and you put it in a sling and you swing and that will bring Goliath down not all the pebbles that are lying all over yes God's word is very potent very powerful but you know what which one is for you you need to know that in order for that to happen you need to be someone who is on your knees before the almighty God this woman knew how to seek God when this happened she said I am not going to lose hope I'm not going to sit down and cry and mourn and wail over my situation hopelessly. She came to the man of God and she poured out her heart and she said, this is my problem, this is what is happening. And she was looking for a solution. She was looking for this problem to be resolved. And that is the reason why the man of God, the prophet of God, moved by the Spirit of God, is giving her the solution because she was a woman of faith who was expecting a solution to come from the prophet of God. When you go to God, you must believe that He is. That means He is right there. And He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. That means you go to Him with faith that every time I go to God, Almighty the Lord Jesus Christ, and I pray, and I seek Him, and I sincerely seek Him, He will answer me. God will answer me. We have a God who answers us. No matter what happens, no matter what happens, no matter what happens, we have a God who answers us. He always answers us. Now do we have the faith to go to Him expecting what God would have for us? It's important. And meetings like these, fasting prayers like these, and Sunday services like these, God will give very specific promise. If you belong to this church and God has given a promise, that promise is for you, provided you believe and you sit on it. You sit on it, wait on it, make it your own. Every single day, make it your own. And look forward to it. And say, Lord, I believe that this is for me. And I'm not going to let you go without seeing this happen. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth in my life as it is in heaven. I need to see that happen, Lord. And pray 
and pray and pray, pray through to seeing the promise of God happen in your life. Never be casual about the promise of God. There are people who say, well, God gave this promise and this promise will come to pass because it was prophesied and it was said by God and it's never go back void and so it's going to happen. And what will they do? They're never going to pray. They don't pray enough. They'll just say, well, I believe, I believe, I have faith to believe. How do you know you have faith to believe? You can say, I believe, but if you say that you have the faith to believe, then you should have the character to show that you have the faith to believe, which is to pray, to pray and see it come to pass. Those who pray are the ones who will inherit what God has spoken in their lives. Now, this lady, this woman of God, goes to Elisha. I'm going to continue reading as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to, so I'm just going to open this text again. So, she's there, and she's stating her problem before this man of God. She's saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. This is the problem, Elisha. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? So he's saying, what do, you, what do you want me to do for you? What do you have in your house? And she's saying exactly what she had in her house. She was not trying to, she was not a woman who tried to cover up. I just mentioned this a little while ago. In order for you to be real, you should have humility. Without having humility, you cannot be real. You always try to make say, well, I have a lot of things, but, you know, I don't know which one to say. You know, there are people like that. I have so many things, I don't know which one to say. She knew that she didn't have anything other than this little jar of oil. That's all she had. And she clearly spoke the truth to the man of God. Well, there are other people who have a lot of other things in their house, but they'll always pretend like, oh, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. People who sing songs like I don't have will end up not having anything because number one, they're not thankful. Number two, they're being deceptive and deceitful. God is speaking to a heart today. Be real. Learn to be real. You don't have to go blurt out everything. You need God's wisdom in that. But never exaggerate. Never lie. Never exaggerate. And show like you have what you don't have. Never lie when God gives you an opportunity to testify. Never lie, never exaggerate, or never take away from what God has done in your life. Be real, be true, be truthful in everything. She comes here and she tells him, this is what I have. True. What she said was absolutely true. So the man of God was actually able to bring that miracle to pass in her life because she was humble, number one. Number two, she was truthful. Number three, she had the faith. She came with great expectation. Humility, truthfulness, and faith, they all go hand in hand. You cannot come to God to receive a miracle if you are not humble. Remember that. If you don't have humility, you will not receive a single pin from God Almighty. He will not give you anything because... God becomes the enemy of proud people. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. If you are someone who is not truthful, don't expect God to do anything for you because Satan is the father of lies. And God's word, God's word says, lying lips are an abomination to God. That means a person's mouth that lies, that's like vomit to God. He hates that. 
How many of you like to smell vomit or be around people who just vomited? That's how God sees when your mouth lies. Lying lips are an abomination to God. Proud and haughty spirit. God says, I don't want to see that. Far away. Stay far away from me. So pride is not a good trait. Pride is ugliness. Pride is disgusting to God. Same way. Lying is not being smart. Lying is disgusting to God. Lying is from Lucifer. And it's very repulsive to God. So if we have lying lips, we're not going to get anything from God. If you have pride, you're not going to get anything from God. If you have unbelief, you're not going to get anything from God. Because unbelief challenges the power of the Almighty God in a negative way. Unbelief comes and says, I know you can't do anything. I know the problem is bigger than God himself. That is belittling the power of the sovereign God Almighty. So, that's an abomination to God. They're not going to get anything from God. And the Bible also says, a double-minded person will not receive anything from God. You have to understand, who are the people who will not receive anything from God? A person who lies, a person who is proud, a person who has lack of faith, and a person who is double-minded. That means, they say, I know God can do it. After a few minutes, I don't think it's going to happen. I know He will do it. After some time, when something goes wrong, oh, I can't wait. Let me just see what else I can do to fix this. What are they doing? They're just jumping ahead of God. I want to do this. I don't think it's going to happen. Let me see plan C. Oh, plan C is not working. Let me try plan D. Oh, D is not working. Let me try E. Let me try. They go all the way to Z. And when they go to Z and see that they are a zero, then they say, oh, God hasn't done anything. I'm so disappointed. I don't know why this is not happening. What do you do? Blame God. God is speaking to your hearts. Be careful. Lying lips are an abomination to God. If you have lied, repent and don't go back to it. Don't try to cover up your spouse and lie for them. You will end up in hell with them. Mark my words today as the Spirit of the Lord is speaking. If your spouse will say, lie this and tell someone this. Don't do that because you will become a partaker in their lies and you will get the same punishment that they will get also. Don't be a partner in their crime. Ananias and Sapphira did that. Husband and wife. They lied to the man of God who had the anointing of God. As a result, what happened? Both of them died. We have to have the fear of God. Don't lie to make yourself look good. Don't lie to have an image in front of your relatives. Don't lie to have an image in front of your pastor. Don't lie to have an image in front of your children. Don't lie. Don't lie. Period. Be real. Never pretend. Never show yourself as something or someone when you are not. Because that's an abomination to God. And God cannot help you. He will not help you. If you are proud, forget about it. He's not going to do anything for you. If you're full of yourself and say, Well, I can do this. I can pray and I can do it myself. You know, there are people uh, you know, who come for prayer. Instead of saying, I need prayer. I'm in trouble. I need prayer. They'll say, Well, um, I want you to agree with me. Well, you can go and have thousand people agree with you. 
But that doesn't work like that in the kingdom of God. We need to have humility and say, I have a problem, I need prayer. Can you please pray for me? That's how you approach the living God. And that's how you approach the servants of God. We are in a society that is so proud. We are in a society that will just say, well, can you agree with me? In the heart of hearts, they know. You know what? I have nowhere to go. I need prayer. I need God's servant to pray for me. How will that happen? If humility is not there, how will that happen? God is speaking to our hearts. I've seen plenty of people like that. Plenty of people. I just want you to agree with me. Well, you want someone to agree with you. Have plenty of people outside. Go. Have them agree with you and see if it will happen. God is not looking for people to say, "You Can you agree? Can you agree? Can you agree? No. Taking the scripture and miscoding it, taking the scripture and putting it out of context is not going to be helpful. It's going to do damage. When Jesus said, when two of you agree on earth, touching anything, it will be granted by my Father in heaven. That means same faith, with same purpose, with same intensity, with same fervency, with same heart, with same diligence, with same holiness, with same everything, equals oneness. How many people can you get like that? With oneness. And he is talking to his people. We have to understand, this is not a club where we say, well, add your faith, add your faith, add your faith, add your faith, add your faith. Adding faith is not going to do anything. Character is important. Are you holy? Are you righteous? Are you loyal to God? Are you faithful to your spouse? Are you faithful in your dealings? Are you pure in your motives? Are your lips clean? Is your spirit humble or is it haughty? Very important. These things we must understand if we are coming into the presence of God. We are not here for some partnership here to see, are you putting 25, you're putting 10, you're putting 5, and we'll join together. How much is 50% faith, 60% faith, 70% faith? Well, we need 30 more percent. Try to get some more people. This is not how it works. God is speaking to our heart today. He's speaking to our heart at this hour. When we come to the presence of God, God is looking for people who will be one heart, one mind. Before this one king. That means in everything you have to be. One before the Lord God Almighty. Being led by the Spirit of God. Knowing that this is the will of God. Having the same burden. Be willing to put out your heart. And pray with tears. With a sincere heart. Not just a, oh, you do, you know, can you pray for me? Yeah, 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 I'll pray for you. The next minute they won't even pray. They may not even remember. Be sincere in your dealings. Be sincere in what you speak, how you speak. We've received so much of junk, so much of falseness, so much of untrue theology. The church has even lost its ability to pray, its ability to live a holy life without holiness. No man shall see the Lord. If you have sin in your heart, if you regard sin in your heart, the Bible says the Lord will not hear me. Yet you have tons of people full of sin. I'll pray, I'll pray, I'll pray, I'll pray. I'll pray. The walls will cry out. The ceiling will cry out. If they can hear the ceiling and the walls cry out, they'll have them hear. You will have them, you people, the people who are not the people of God. The walls will say, Stop it, please. 
Don't pray. Don't fool yourself. You people stop it. Because you regard iniquity in your heart. Go to God and repent first. You know, Jesus never said, Well, you have a problem, so you cannot pray. That's not what Jesus told in his Gospels. He said, If you have anything against anyone, He said, Don't come and offer your sacrifice here. First go and reconcile. Finish that and then come. God wants us to pray. God wants us to seek Him. God wants us to come to Him. But come to God the right way. The way in which God has prescribed. It's not that, well, I'll go however I want to. When we know how to go to a court. We know how to talk to a judge. We know. We know how to go for an interview. We know all these things. But when it comes to going to the presence of God, it's so casual. We don't care as to how we should go. What is God's word saying? How are we supposed to enter into the presence of God? With thanksgiving? With praise? With reverence? With humility? With faith? With integrity? Very important. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts at this hour. This woman went with great humility. She went with honesty. Truth. God is looking for truth in the inward parts of your being. The Bible says. What is God looking for? He's looking for truth where? In the inward part. That means in the heart of hearts. He's looking for truth. What is there? Check yourself. In your inward being. In your inward most being. What is there? In your heart of hearts. What is there? If God comes and he says, uncover, 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 uncover. What will God see? God sees right through. But it's for us to see. Let me show you. Let me show you. Let me show you. Let me show you. What will he see? What will you see when he shows you? Your own self. It's good for us to examine ourselves, the Bible says, so we don't get condemned. It is important for us to know where we are standing before the Almighty God. Where you are in your walk of faith. On this first day of this new month. Understand. God wants to do a miracle. God is for us and he's not against us as long as we are for him and we want to be with him. We need to be people of faith. We need to be people of truth. We need to be people of humility. Go to God with faith. Go to God with integrity. Tell what's happening as it is. Don't cover up. If your arm is broken, don't say, well, I just had a little scratch. Praise the Lord. Have you seen people like that? I have. If your arm is broken, say my arm is broken. If you are not able to do something, say that I'm not able to do something, but I'm seeking God, I'm trusting God. I'm trusting God, I'm seeking God. And seek God for it. Be real with your situation. This woman did not hide her emptiness. She went and she told the man of God, they're going to take my two sons away. Well, I don't have anything. All I have is this little jar of oil. That's it. And the man of God said that this is very important. Church, you have to listen to what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking at this hour. Because these are secrets to the kingdom of heaven to really see God manifest His power in our lives. Many times you wonder, what is blocking? What is blocking? What is blocking? And the Spirit of the Lord will say, this is blocking, this is blocking. You know what? If we have a cataract in our eyes, then we're not going to be able to see. Even if your vision is good, if you have a cataract in your eyes... You won't be able to see. 
in order for you to be able to see, they have to take that skin off. God is doing that today, right here, right now. To remove that spiritual cataract so you can really see the things of God the way they are. This woman came to Elisha. Let's just continue reading. And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. See how she talks. Look at the humility. Look at the words of humility and integrity and faith. She didn't have anything. But she came to him expecting all debts to be cleared and her sons to be with her. Oh, what a woman of God. A woman of faith. She came and told everything as it is. I really need help. Oh, man of God, I really need help. And she did receive her help that God had for her through this man of God. And now he is saying this. Then he said, this is Elisha, Go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. So he's telling, go borrow. Well, (laughs) there are people who think they already know. When they think they already know and they come for counseling, when you tell them exactly what they should know, what they should do, they already have the answers, you see. And they'll say, well, I thought this is going to be this, and I have this, and I don't think it's going to work, and they just walk away. What are they doing by doing that? They take themselves out of the miracle that God had for them. This woman didn't tell the man of God, the prophet of God, that, well, I'm already in debt. I have so much debt to the point that my sons are going to be taken away. Now, oh man of God, are you telling me to borrow more? Are you telling me to go borrow more? And how much did he tell her to borrow? Go borrow vessels from everywhere. From all your neighbors. Empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. Very specific. That means he's saying borrow, 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 borrow more. Go borrow. You don't see her saying, oh, no, you're getting me into more trouble. What kind of counsel is this? I don't think this counsel is from the Lord. This is probably from the enemy. There are many people who think that they know more than the counsel that is coming from the Lord God Almighty. And what they do, they say, well, I don't want this. I'll go. I'll pray. I'll seek the Lord. I'll decide. And they keep the problems to themselves. And they still are in problem. God is speaking to hearts today. It's important when God tells us to do something, your debt is different. If he's telling you to borrow, then it is for a very good reason. If God is telling you, do this, there's a purpose for it. And he is glorified in and through your life by you obeying what God has told you to do. Now, I can't do a miracle. You can't do a miracle. But only God can do a miracle. But if God tells you to do something, I can obey. You can obey. We can do that. If we can simply do what God is telling us to do, whatever he tells us to do, you just go and do it. Then the other half of doing miracles is God's job and he will do it for sure. You meet the requirements, you meet the condition, and he fulfills the rest. God is speaking to our hearts today. Go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors. Empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, very important, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. I want to emphasize over here as the Holy Spirit wants me to. There are many believers who have a very big mouth. If we are walking with God, our words must be few. Very few. 
This woman was a very wise woman. The Lord spoke through Elisha to this woman, giving very specific instruction. Go and borrow vessels from everywhere. And don't get just a few. Get as many as you can. And then bring everything. Go inside. Shut the door. Very specific instruction. And you know what she did? There are many people, you know what they'll do? Once the instruction is given, they're going to go tell everyone, Hey, you know what? This is what Prophet Elisha said. And this is why I'm getting all the parts and give me all the parts. And, and he, this is what he told me to do. And this is how you know, the problem is going to be solved. And before anything happens, they go tell everyone everything. When it comes to the revelation that God gives, it is very important to really zip our lips and not say anything. You know why? Because Satan will hear that. People with evil eyes will hear that. By the time you finish saying it, many times, whatever God intended to do in your life will not even happen. Because before time, prematurely, you open your mouth and you blurted it out. Now, you know what? Satan will come and say, Bam! I will abort this plan. Not because God is not capable, because you went and blurted things out that you should not have. God is speaking to your heart today. Learn to keep everything deep inside of you. You see, Mary, the mother of Jesus, whatever the angel came and told her, the Bible says, she kept everything in her heart. Whatever Simeon, the prophet, came and spoke to her, she kept everything in her heart. Whatever Anna, the prophet, spoke to her, she kept everything. Mary was a woman. A wise woman, a young woman, but a wise woman who knew how to keep everything within her heart. She was not someone who was, yep, 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 yep. There are some people who cannot sleep unless they talk to ten different people. And they say what happened from morning till evening. Don't be such a person. Be a person of integrity. Be a person of character. Godly character. Learn to be a person of few words. Learn to be a person who will keep things in your heart, whatever God said. Meditate on it and be humble. Don't have to go tell the whole world, hey, this is how it's going to be. Well, you know what? I'm in contact with Prophet Elisha and he told me to do this. And you know what? By the time I finish this, I'm going to be a millionaire because I'm going to sell all these oil. And look what? My sons are going to be with me and I don't even know what I'm going to do next. She was not like that. She was a humble woman of God. When the instruction came to her, take this, go inside your house and shut the door and then do what I'm telling you to do. She did exactly what God told her to do through the prophet of God, a woman who knew how to obey. As the Bible says, add to virtue of faith. There are certain things that you need to add to if you want to really move forward in your spiritual life. Humility, integrity, faith, they're very, very important. Along with it goes, obeying what God is telling you to do through the servants of God that God has placed over you. Two simple things God may tell you to do. Simple thing. Naaman's servants told Naaman, if the prophet would have told you to do something, you would have done it. There's such a simple thing. Just go do it. That's where Satan will come and say, well, this is not possible, Lord. This is too simple, Lord. I don't think this is right. There are some people who know, who think that they know even better than the prophets. They think they know better than the servant of God. They think they are their pastor's pastor. That's what they think. When the pastor tells them to do something, they say, well, God is not leading me like this. Well, God is not showing me this. Meanwhile, they cannot even see properly. And they don't even know how to hear. They don't have the spirit of God leading them. But there's this height of arrogance and pride which keeps them as spiritual dwarfs for the rest of their lives. God is speaking to you at this hour.
If you want to grow spiritually, learn to be a good listener. A good listener will be a good listener only if they have humility in their hearts. Be clothed with humility. Now, she was a humble woman of God. As soon as the man of God said, go borrow and do this. She didn't say, well, 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 I can't do because, you know, Deuteronomy, you know, Exodus says, you know, thou shalt lend and not borrow and I'm not going to borrow. No. Or she could have said, well, I have so much debt, I can't borrow anymore. Who is going to give it to me? That's unbelief right there. And it's logical though, because if you are immersed in debt, everyone knows already because it's a small society. And you're in a place where the debtor is going to come take both your sons. You're already shivering on the inside. How are you going to go and borrow more? How are you going to even have the nerve to go borrow more? She was a woman of faith. She knew when the man of God said, My success, my miracle lies there. He told me to go do it. I'm going to do it even if someone says, I'm not going to give it to you. You're going to get this and I won't even have my part. I'm not giving you anything. What if 10 people come and say, I'm not going to give it to you. You're already in debt. You're going to take what belongs to us. All these questions could have gone through her mind. But she was a woman of faith who shot every one of those questions. Every one of those doubts that came from Satan. And she said, doesn't matter what anyone would think. I'm going to go ask them for their parts. I'm going to go ask and I'm going to go ask. And let me tell you, even the ones who are not willing to give, will give if God will direct you to go ask. If God will say, go do this and you go do this. Grace will be given for you to go and ask. Grace will be given for you to receive. Where God will move the hearts, the very hearts of the people who say, I'm not going to give you, will give. In her case, the man of God told her, go ask. So if you look at her situation, her situation looked like an impossible situation, which was, yes, a very impossible situation. She was already in debt, about to lose her children. And on top of that, he's telling, go get more, go borrow more. Such a difficult place for her to go and do it. You know why God told her to go borrow more? He could have told her to do something else. But God didn't do that. God had her go do this. You know why? Because it's a test of her faith and her obedience. Because she was already in debt. Now going and telling her to go borrow more is going to either cause her to enter into the zone of miracles or keep her behind. That's a test for her. Oh man, I have so much of debt, now I have to go and ask for more and how people are going to look at me. And she was not a woman who was thinking about herself. She was a woman who was looking for the miracle. I'll do anything because I want my sons. I want this miracle because I know when this man of God says, it will happen. She had full confidence in God and the servant of God, God had placed over her life. And as a result of that, she had obedience to show her faith. So, write this down. When it comes to miracles in your life, you need to be a person of humility. You need to be a person of integrity. You need to be a person of faith. You need to be a person who will show your faith in action, which is obedience to whatever God would say, even if it doesn't make sense. Many times, if not most of the times, if not all the time, God will tell you to do something that will not make sense to human mind because He is supernatural. Because he'll be testing your faith. He'll be testing your obedience. So, get everything. And when you have come in, shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. Now, the instruction is very clearly given where he's saying you go, 
collect all the vessels and who should be there in the room only you and your sons so that was the instruction so it's not like oh well you can go and get everything and come inside and and then a miracle will happen no the, the lord gave very specific instruction you know why because god knows she could have just gone and she could have said well you know you can all give the pots and um can you help me maybe you know along with the pots can you all come and help me just pour the water no 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 the miracle and the experience spiritual experience was given to her and for her sons it's not for everyone that's out there it was a special experience that god had for this woman and her sons for them to experience the supernatural realm you know why because they were the ones who went through suffering not everyone is out there now they all gave their vessels and god would have blessed them for that but this is a unique experience that god is taking them through and god told her shut the door and do this don't make a scene about your life don't make a scene about what's going on in your life our god is a god of miracles provided we learn to be humble we learn to be quiet we learn to shut the door we learn to keep things within the door not look for attention not look for publicity not look for people say but not look for people's acknowledgement what would people say what would people think that has to be put away from our lives what is god saying at this point he's saying take this get this you go to people because god told you to now you come away from them because god told you to you shut the door and you stay inside and who is going to be inside you and your sons now you act by faith as a t- test every step was a test of faith she had to go she believed what the man of god said she believed that the man of god has the answer and she went there and he gave her the answer and she believed that and she had to go by faith to the people the very people who knew that she was in debt to get more from them to borrow now she got the pot now she has to come inside and she had to close the door now there's this test of faith and the test of faith is you have to go inside and you have to take what you have and start pouring into every vessel as a small jar small jar in little oil now she's going to take that and she's going to start pouring it where into the empty vessels and all the vessels are there she believed what the man of god said and she started acting by faith very important god has told you to do something simply do it do it by faith if god has told you to draw near to him which you should do by faith do what you have to do whether it makes sense or not simply do it and sometimes when i tell people a very important simple secret will be just come to the calls just come to sunday service very easy they would need a big miracle simple thing but you know what they would not want to because they want something like this and they want to run with the blessing of god with no character change whatsoever they would not want to do that simple instruction that the lord has given they are not going to see anything that god has for them it's important to have faith and exercise faith by showing it in obedience waiting on god and doing things god's way is very important so she closed the door she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessel to her and she poured it out faith by faith she's pouring it out now it came to pass when the vessels were full so as she began pouring what's happening the hand of the lord is being revealed because when the word of the lord came from elisha itself miracle happened 
finished. Just like how Jesus Christ, when he told the ten lepers, go and show yourselves to the priest, miracle was done already. But when did they experience that? When they started obeying God and doing, that means turning direction and walking towards the temple of God. While they were going, they got healed. We don't know how many miles, you know, what the distance was and whether it was closer to the temple or closer to where Jesus was, we don't know. Well, we know one thing. On their way, they got healed. They had to go a certain distance before God could activate what he had released upon their lives. Same thing happened to her. The word was given and that time itself the miracle was granted. But now she had to be a partaker of the miracle by doing her part in this miraculous journey that God had for her. So she goes inside and her children are there. Imagine as they're pouring how her son sort of says, Oh, mommy, look at that. We've never seen something like this. Oh, mommy, look at this. This part is getting full. That part is getting full. This part is getting full. Look at that. When they came to the last part, they're saying, Last part, mommy, no more left. No more left. This is why Elisha said, Get as many as you need to get. Don't get just a few. And when she finished pouring into the last that's all. The oil ceased. It stopped. The oil stopped when the last vessel that was there was full. So, as many vessels that she borrowed, according to how many she borrowed, that much she was able to sell and make profit. She would have thought, well, I wish I could have gotten more. But you know what? She was a smart woman, a woman who obeyed. She got all the vessels. Whatever was there, whatever she could find, she got it. And that's the reason why. She was able to pay off the debt and live off of it. God is speaking to our hearts today. We need to be people of faith. We need to be people of integrity. We need to be people of humility. We need to be people of obedience to whatever God would say. Simple things. Jesus told Peter. Peter, all night you have toiled. I know that. But, cast your net on this side. And Peter said, Lord, all night I've toiled. I don't think you know that. But I'm just telling you, this is what I did all night, but I couldn't find anything. However, because you said, I'm going to do it. That means he's giving weight to Jesus' words. And he's saying, I'm placing my faith in you, Jesus, and I'm going to do it. At that point, a lot of fish came. It's not that Jesus went into the boat and Jesus was going with Peter. And while he was going, while the boat was going, a lot of fish came to Jesus. That's not how the story goes. Because Jesus the creator, all the fish came to him. No. There was nothing there. But when did the miracle take place? When the faith of a person is expressed by his obedience to God's word. Then you see miracle taking place. Ask yourself this question. How much am I obeying God? If you look at yourself and put a percentage on that. See how much are you obeying God in what God has told you to? That's how much faith you have. Because just talking and not obeying is not faith. It's dead faith. You talk a little, obey a little, then you can put a percentage on your faith. It's really not something that would go far. I mentioned a few minutes ago, a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. He shall not receive anything from God. That means a person who is wavering all the time is very unstable and this person cannot get anything from God. Why? Because God is not going to give anything to anyone who is unstable. 
That means I believe, I don't believe, I believe, I don't believe, I believe, I don't believe, and I don't know, I don't even know what I believe. Those people won't receive anything from God. There are other people who say, well, I believe, I believe, and you know what, a lot of talk when it comes to action, hardly anything. Nothing will happen to them. But there are people who would really, really, really do it. I mean, there's a whole other category which outright, to your face, they'll say, I don't believe. We're not going to talk about that. But we're going to talk about the small percentage of people who were like Peter who says, Nevertheless, I will put my net there. Like this woman who said, I will go and borrow even if everyone looks, like, looks at me like I'm, I'm a fool. I will still go and borrow because everybody will look at her like crazy. What's she going to do? She has nothing. She has tiny bit of gold. Why is she getting all these jars? Is she losing her mind because she's going to lose her cha- cha- children? She didn't care what anyone would say. Even if she had to beg, a lot of people would have said, I'm not giving anything to you. You're a loser. You've lost everything. She would have said, please, please, please give it to me. She would have humbled herself to every single person in order to get it because she was in need. She was a poor person. She was in need. She was not somebody who's just sitting and saying, well, if God wants to do it, he will do it. Well, wasn't my husband a righteous man? And, and rightfully, this is for me and God should have done it. And you know, a lot of people sit and talk. They're not going to receive anything from God. Be humble. If God is leading you through a path, even though you're righteous, and you're seeing, oh, you shall lend and not borrow, it's not happening. No, for sure, it'll happen. That word of God came to pass in her life after this point. Because God wanted to show His glory to her and to her sons. These are the treasures of that man of God. The man who died. His wife and his children. God wanted to show His glory. God wanted to show something supernatural to these three people. Something special. And God wanted to give them the earthly riches. But they don't have to. They would never have to toil for it ever again. So know this for sure. If you're walking right with God and something goes wrong in your life, know for sure that He is working things out for your good and for His glory. Hallelujah. God is working some things out. Specifically, He has all the fine details. He's working it out for your good and for His glory. You who weep now, you shall weep no more, says God's word. This was a righteous man. His wife was a righteous woman. The children were the children of these righteous parents. Will God leave them? He will not. But if I don't do my part, you know what? I'll be begging. And this woman would have lost her sons. If she would have said, I'm not going to humble myself. Well, I have no hope. If she had had pride, she would have lost it. If she would have had no faith, she wouldn't have received it. If she would have not obeyed, she would have never received it. If she didn't have integrity in her heart, she would not have received it. But this was a woman who had everything that God was pleased with. And God said, I want to give you more. So he took her through this path, as God says in his scripture. I want to finish with this. God took the children of Israel through the wilderness. He humbled them. He allowed them to hunger, allowed them to thirst so that they know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And he gave them angels' food to eat, something that we've never eaten, we will never eat on this side of eternity. That generation had, but they had to go through hunger. Only then, when God gives angels food, you can really taste it. You'll really value it and you'll see the miracle. 
That's what happened to this woman and her sons. The hand of God was upon their lives. It doesn't mean that God left them. The problem became worse and worse and worse. They went so deep into debt. And the, and the enemy, the enemy, the creditor, you know, that's the rightful um, money that was due to them. By this point, they're after her children. God saw all of that. It was not God was just sitting and not doing anything about it. God saw all of that. God was not going to let his words fall to the ground. God moved this woman and she listened to the voice of the Holy Spirit. She got up and went to Elisha. Did what he said, even when it didn't make sense. Even though it was difficult for her. See, there are two things. One is, when it doesn't make sense, mentally Satan will come and say, well, this doesn't make sense. I don't think this is right. And this and that, and, you know, make a person think bigger than the servants of God. That's one way. Satan will trick people and cause them to lose the blessing that God has for them. When God's servant says, this is what God is saying, do this. They say, well, I believe that we should be doing this. There are people who are wiser than the servants of God. They lose their blessings that God has because of disobedience. Then you have other people who know God has told them to do something. They believe that God has told them to do something, but they're embarrassed because self is so strong. I don't want to go and ask people, what will people say? They're the ones who will also lose the blessing of God. Because self-image, I don't want to do it. If God wants to do it, let him do it. If it is, if it is will, you know, that's how very cleverly they will cover that up by saying, if it is God's will, he will do it. If it's not God's will, it's not going to happen. No. It is God's will. If you obey, you will see the miracle. If you don't obey, you're not going to see the miracle because obedience is an expression of faith. Obedience is an expression of humility. Obedience is an expression of integrity in your heart to what God has spoken to you. The Lord is speaking to our hearts today. God has brought us all the way from January to July. First six months, God has been very faithful to us. God promised so many different things. And God has fulfilled so many different things. God has spoken. God is asking you this question. In the midst of your trouble... What are you doing about your problem? Are you just sitting on your problem, not doing what you should be doing, where you should be reaching out for help? Or you've been given a solution, but you simply don't like to do it. It doesn't make sense, number one. Number two is, oh, I don't feel like doing it. I have a better idea than what God is saying. God is speaking to your hearts today. No matter where you fall, which category you are in, know this for sure. If you want God to do something in your life, God wants to see your faith. He wants to see your humility. He wants to see your integrity and He wants to see your obedience. These are power combination, K 
keys to miracle. Keys to the miracles God can do in your life. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. In due time, God will lift you up. As we close our eyes and look to the Lord. Just come clean before the living God in this month of July. Tell the Lord, Lord, I want to please you in everything. I want to be like this woman who really had the humility to seek you. Humility to go and uncover the ugliness that she had. Financial ugliness. She had the humility to not cover up. She had the humility to seek for help. She had the humility to go and ask for help when she was told to ask. She had the humility to not tell what God was doing. Had the integrity to keep things between God, herself and her son. She had the humility and faith to take the little jar that had a little bit of oil left to start pouring into the empty vessels because the prophet of God told her to do that. She had the faith and humility to obey. Because of that, her whole life changed. She saw the supernatural hand of God, her faith, her son's faith, would have been forever and changed. Their lives forever became a blessing to God and His people. She didn't have to suffer the way she suffered ever again. Financially, God gave her not only stability, but gave her a huge increase. Every word God has spoken shall come to pass. If things are happening opposite at this time, even though you're doing what you are, what you should be doing with faith and with sincerity, and things are going opposite, know this for sure. God is working out something far more glorious. Far more glorious. Trust Him with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. Thank you, Jesus. Father in heaven, I come before your throne of grace. I ask you to touch your people right now. May the hand of the almighty God descend upon your people right now. On this first day of this new month, we just dedicate ourselves, we just dedicate our church, we just dedicate everything that we have. We just dedicate every part of our being once more, Father, to you. We just give ourselves over to you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We just give ourselves over to you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. And we ask you, Lord, that you will bless us this month of July. 
do a mighty thing, do a mighty work, do great and mighty things, O oh Lord, in our midst. We know you're doing something glorious, something glorious, something glorious. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. If you are causing us to go through something, then you are about to do something supernatural. Hallelujah. You allow the children of Israel to go through hunger to give them angels' food. To show the man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You allowed the widow and her sons to go through this financial hardship. To experience the supernatural realm of God and to receive the blessing. Financial blessing. More than they could have ever asked or imagined. Lord, you always do good. You always do good. You always do good. We thank you, Father. I pray that you will strengthen your people at this hour, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Strengthen every brother, strengthen every sister, Lord, in this month of July. Father, bless them, bless them, bless them, bless them, bless them, I pray, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Bless them, I pray, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. All, all those who are sincerely seeking you, all those who are sincerely looking to you, all those who are sincerely, humbly, oh Father, seeking you by faith and with integrity, oh Lord, I pray, do a mighty work in this month of July. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you for your glorious work that you're doing, O Lord. Thank you for this glorious work that you're doing, O Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for this glorious work that you're doing, O Lord. We praise you, praise you, praise you in this month of July. Father, we ask you to take control of our ways, our moments, our days. Lord, and we ask you to direct our paths. Direct our paths, O oh Lord. Direct our paths, O oh Lord. Wherever you are, tell the Lord. Lord, direct my path, O oh Lord, in this month of July. Direct my path, O oh Lord, in this month of July. Lead me, O oh, thou great Jehovah, in this month of July. Lead me, Jesus. Open your mouth and tell the Lord. Wherever you are, tell the Lord. Lead me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. Tell the Lord. I don't want to take a single step on my own, Lord Jesus. You lead me and I will follow you. Thank you, Jesus. You show me, Lord, and I will do whatever you tell me to do. Tell the Lord in this month of July. Jesus, work in me. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Spirit of the living God, work in the hearts of your people, I pray. Work in the hearts of your people, I pray. Work in the hearts of your people, I pray. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, 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 Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do this month. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Learn to shut your door and do things before God. Hallelujah. Let God alone see your tears. Let God alone see your prayers. Let God alone hear your cry. And let God answer you from heaven. 
Seek him with all your heart. Let God see it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Shut the door, Jesus said. When you close the door and you pray in secret, your Father in heaven will reward you openly. Thank you, Jesus. You will have an open testimony. Many people will be blessed when you seek God privately. When you seek God without making a scene. When you seek God humbly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Abba. Abba, we praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Father, for the mighty, mighty, mighty wonders you're going to do, Lord. We thank you. Your hand is not shortened that it cannot save. And we look to you, we look to you, we look to you. We constantly look to you, Lord. We just look to you. Father, help us in time of our need. Help us every moment of the day. We just need you, Lord. We just need you, Lord. We just need you all the time. We cannot do anything without you, Lord. Apart from you, we can do nothing. Father, help us. Help you, people. As we've begun this first day of fasting and prayer according to God's perfect will, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you'll lead us. Thank you for speaking to us, Lord, on this first day through your holy word. Lord, I pray that you will continue to strengthen your people, Lord. I pray that you will show forth your glory. We thank you, Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. As your servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I bless your people, O Lord, on this first day of this new month. And I ask you, Father, that you give each one an increase in the appetite for you, increased awareness of your presence. I pray that you will increase their love for you in this month, O Lord. Cause them to draw closer to you. Cause us all to draw closer to you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We commit ourselves into your hands. We thank you for what you have done this night. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May may the Lord lift up His countenance upon us and bless us with His peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father.